Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running with Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it. I'm anyway. just going to get this out of the way now because we obviously have a very quick catch-up, don't we, before we go live. We do. You have altered your hair ever so slightly. <laughs> Clearly off the back of my comment when... Because we video called, don't we? When you, when you called you call me, I was like, Jesus, man, you went a bit Brian May. You just ran, haven't you? I'm, I'm pleased you had a shower for me and for the rest of the viewers. <laughs> So I think you're a proper runner when you can go for a run and then have a shower and get changed, make up, dress up, nice hair within 10 minutes. That was That's wild, it. man. That was wild. <laughs> you, 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 you're semi-normal now. You look semi-normal. Semi I've it's squashed good. it we... down. I've squashed it down. Anyway. Oh, look, <laughs> we love you, whatever. What did you do anyway? What was your run today? What did you get up to? Uh, just a steady five miles. So, you know, last day of homeschooling uh, and yesterday was the last family running session. So I thought I'd go out with a bang and do some 45 second sprints. Why wouldn't you? Oh my oh, Lord. Wow. <laughs> get know. involved. I, well, I did the same thing. Obviously it's a bit easier for me to shower ready for our live with the, the old COVID cut. And I did some hill reps today and I quite enjoyed it. Just steady, nothing crazy, but feeling good now, feeling good. So let's crack on. We're going to have a chat around. When are you a proper Bing. runner? Now, look, we say this a little bit tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> but, you know, the, the more I think about it, everybody's a proper runner, but the more I think about this, actually, I think there's a lot of truth in tackling this subject and a lot of benefit because I think there are some potential risks, which I'll get into, some costs, if you don't label yourself as a proper runner. So perhaps we can get into that a little bit today. Well, what's your thoughts, Joe? I mean, do you hear this from people that you speak to? I mean, I know you, you have a mixed bag of, of runners that you look after and stuff and you know, there's lots of people that will class themselves as a proper runner and very driven. But is this something you hear people talk about? Yeah. And I think, you know, let's be honest, you're only a proper runner. If you've done a London marathon, you uh, can run park running under 20 minutes. You own a pair of next, uh, whatever, next percent. And um, your Garmin emotionally abuses you on a regular basis. Otherwise, <laughs> don't even consider it. <laughs> I mean, it's a false perception, isn't it? Let, let, let's be honest. You know, Obviously, honest. please, 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 I'm being tongue-in-cheek, folks, before you start trolling me on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> because, yes, absolutely. You, if you run, if you own a pair of trainers, I mean, I think owning a pair of trainers, just the one pair as a minimum, is probably a prerequisite. Unless you're a barefoot runner, so maybe not, I don't know. Everybody's, if you run, you're a proper runner. I hear it all the time, and I hear it from people who I who I, you know, I, I coach some people and, and they've, they'll sort of come to me and they'll be running four or five times a week and then say, oh, I say, I'm not really a proper runner. <laughs> what? You run, you run, you are a proper but runner. I think this is a thing, isn't it? Because it's not so much people, I mean, it's a label, it's a false label. But Absolutely. I think it's a, it's a label that I think it's not other people that give people that label. I think people give it themselves. And yes. I think it's down to a number of things. I think, yes. I think it's down to a little bit of lack of confidence. I was exactly thinking this, what I had written down. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking this when I was in the shower because my mind never stops. And I was, obviously I knew we were going to chat about this today and have a bit of fun with it and stuff. And I thought I'd be interested to get people's views that are watching this now. So what do you think makes a proper runner? Have you ever called yourself, you know, have you caught yourself saying, oh, I'm not really a proper runner? But I'm not a proper swimmer, Joe. And I've said that before. 
I've said I'm not a proper swimmer, but yet I'm convinced I could get in the pool now if we were allowed to get in the pool and swim a couple of miles. Well, how is that not a proper swimmer? It's because I don't immerse myself in that particular sport. I don't feel like I'm particularly quick. I don't really, I don't really focus on technique or drills or I just kind of do it as a bit of a, of an add-on. It's not, I guess it's not high up the list of priorities for me swimming as a, as a sport. And I think that's why personally, I sort of categorize myself as, oh, I'm not really a proper swimmer. So even though we know it's a false term and as, as coaches, we'll say, look, come on, you are, your goals are your goals and it's about you and your journey and, and how you feel. I think people can easily fall into the trap of self-labeling and I kind of get and it. And I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think what you said, confidence is absolutely it. Now, sorry for the plug for England Athletics, but they're running a women in coaching course and they had a webinar on Wednesday with a woman talking about confidence. And if, you, if, you're, a mem- if you're a registered athlete with England Athletics, go and catch up on it. It was brilliant. But she talked about how, how for the things you say to yourself and how you're often unkind. And that's what you've, you know, exactly what you've just said about, it's the label you apply to yourself and you always apply it in the negative terms. So you never say, oh, I'm a proper runner. <laughs> <laughs> but you would say I'm not a proper runner. But if I was to say to you, Jake, Jake, you're not a proper runner. You'd be really offended and really un- insulted. And yet you, you'll use that language about yourself. You know, so it's, it's a label we apply to ourselves and it's always a label we apply in a negative way to kind of put ourselves down. And, and I think, you know, that does come from lack of confidence. And, and again, I think what you touched on, I think, it tends to be people who say, oh, I'm not a proper runner. I don't run very fast. So that's the qualifying criteria. You know, like I said, right at the start, if you don't run under 20 minutes of park run, you're not a proper runner. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's just this false arbitrary line that we draw somewhere. And if you can't make it, then then you're not. And But it, it's, I don't know, it's a, it's a funny old thing, isn't it? It's when do you then become a proper runner? <laughs> Well, that's the question, isn't it? You sort of say, well, okay, you're not, that's fine. That's what you think. You think that you're not. And and we've agreed that it's probably down to a lack of confidence in some way, shape or form. And that probably comes from some form of metric, I imagine. I mean, you touched on it. Oh, I'm not as fast as perhaps they, that individual would like to be, or don't run as far, or don't run as frequently, maybe. Maybe it's regularity, because there is obviously a difference between running frequently and running regularly. You know, you, you're a regular runner if you run once a year on March the 1st, you're regular, but you don't run very frequently. So it's, it's often down to, it's often down to metrics, I think. And, and maybe, you know, j- joking aside, how many pairs of trainers an individual has could be a factor or the, the, the kit that they own. This is funny. I've got to give a shout out to Adam. Thank you very much, my friend. I, do you know what? I thought you had love for me. Adam from a great club, Aldridge Running Club. He said, if you run, you are a proper runner. And if you put the insoles back in your shoes properly, what he's referring to there, Joe, is I'm very honest with you know, I, 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 I think you might know this. I cleaned all my shoes the other week and I, I picked up another injury. This is a few weeks ago. I went up with a calf niggle because I, I take all the insoles out to wash them, wash the shoes and everything. And when I put them back, I put two insoles in one pair of shoes and I was running in, in two pairs of shoes, one that had double insole, one that had none. And I'm convinced that's why I got injured. Thanks, Adam. Really appreciate that, my friend. Really so, so I that. said to you, jokingly, didn't I, midweek when we were talking about the topic, so, oh, you're only a proper runner if you own a pair of red racing knickers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> and it, I, I say to people sometimes, it's, it, you know, it's all about self-perception, isn't it? And so I, you know me, I love to kind of drop my glorious past in. But I remember, gone. that's it. Name drop, 
uh, big myself up. I remember I finished the trials for the Commonwealth Games and, and I crossed the line in second place in this trial, which meant I'd automatically qualified for the Commonwealth Games. It was my first major international and I was completely overcome with emotion, walked through the mix zone and there was the reporter there from Athletics Weekly and just broke down in a crying mess. Um, and, and, you know, he was talking to me and asking me about it. And, and I quoted to him, which he then put into the article in Athletics Weekly, now I've qualified for the Commonwealth Games, people will think I'm a proper runner. And you, I think that's, to me, you know, when I was again thinking back and reflecting on this subject, it was about the fact that a lot of people would say, of course you're a proper runner. You were somebody that was running at a high level all that time, and yet you didn't consider yourself a proper runner until you'd actually qualified for this major international. It's an arbitrary bar to which we aspire to achieve, and we're not proper um, until we get there. So whoever you are, whatever level you're running at, it does come back to confidence, I think. And I think, you know, it's confidence, it's, it's believing in yourself, it's believing that you're worthy of this title um, that actually is really quite arbitrary. And I, whoever you are, whatever standard you're running, that's what's important. And I think, you know, I think yourself, again, you can probably relate to things. You know, when did you think you were a proper runner? Was it when you finished your first marathon? Was it what was, when, when was your point when you said, I'm a proper runner now? I'm not, I'm not sure if I, could, if I really know when that point happened. And it might be because, I mean, we come from very different backgrounds, which I think is really beneficial because we can share different experiences, kind of different journeys. And I think because I was, I was in the world of personal training and I was a, always into the gym before I was a personal trainer, which is why I got into personal training. And then I found running, as, as the story goes. So I was always quite driven. I was always quite up for pushing myself in the world of fitness, whatever that meant to me. You know, if, if there was a, I would set the bar relatively high. I try and set it so it was achievable, but very, very challenging in, in anything, in everything, whether that was weightlifting when I was into that or whether that's running now. So I'm not sure I ever really had that kind of defining moment where I thought, you know, like that moment of clarity. Oh, I'm a proper runner now. I think as I am, I didn't really know huge amounts about running when I started it. I knew kind of basic, I had a foundation of knowledge because I was a personal trainer, components of fitness and all that stuff and what's important. And I could look at things quite logically, Joe, because of that background. But it wasn't until I really immersed myself, which is my personality, you know, really immersed myself in the world of running. And I know you can relate to this. We both do it now. Or, you know, forever a student always wanting to learn. And I think with that knowledge, as my knowledge grew and I became more sort of specialized, as it were, in running rather than general fitness, I think it, it boosted my confidence. So I don't know if it was a defining, oh, now I'm a proper runner, but I can, I can certainly cast my mind back and say that's when I gained more, more confidence in my running, not only my own running, but also helping, helping other people as well. But I, I, I just want to pick up on something that you mentioned, Joe, because this is funny, isn't it? When we said, oh, what should we chat about? Let's talk about when are you a proper runner? And often with the things we talk about, they can get quite deep. And you touched on belief there and believing in yourself, which I think is really important, whatever you want to achieve. And I think it's not as easy as saying you just flick the switch of believing in yourself. I don't believe myself and now I do. It's got to come from somewhere. Does that make sense? What, what are you basing that belief on? If, if you think that you can, you believe you can break four hours in a marathon, well, you must give that belief some legs. It's got to stand up somehow. What is that because you've ran very close to that time or you've, you know, you've got lots of experience. You've got to sort of cast your mind back and, and I think step back and look at your training and running as a whole. And that will probably help give you a little bit of, of belief and confidence, which can ultimately, ultimately help you to feel like a proper runner. 
Does that does that make some sense? Yeah, it does actually. It may, because I think, it was, as we say, it goes back to that self-applied label or label that we think other people are applying to us, which ironically often they're not. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it is about, it is belief. It, it, it is, I mean, I, I talk about that thing with the Commonwealth Games, Charles. Obviously, I really probably did consider myself a proper runner long before then, but it was more about thinking how other people might perceive me at that time as whether I was a proper runner or not. Um, but self-belief is definitely that something that comes through the more you do something, the more you understand about it, the more you, yeah, just participate then. And, and, and I think, you know, I'm sort of think, talking while I think here, but I think then there are things, you know, you, you know, we joke about the trainers, you, you know, you buy a pair of trainers and then perhaps you buy a second pair or a better pair or, and then you might buy another T-shirt, a bit more running kit. There are things you accumulate along the way as, as this whole kind of journey progresses, um, you know, from perhaps just going out the house and doing a bit of jogging um, and then, you know, getting to something where, where you start to pay it more attention and invest in it both emotionally um, socially and, and financially as well with the things that you buy. So I think it is a, you know, it's a step-on-step -step pro, uh, process. I think that's bang on, Joe. I, I really agree yeah. with that. I think, I think you start to invest more time and energy into it, not just actually physically running. You touch on some of the peripheral stuff as well. It's, a, it's, a, it's on your mind a little bit more. It perhaps becomes something that you kind of just dabble with initially. And then slowly but surely, you start to, it starts to creep up the kind of, uh, the priority list, as it were, it becomes a more fundamental, perhaps integral part of your life, not necessarily the most important thing in your life, but it becomes a fundamental part of your life. I think that's significant. I mean, it's quite it is quite a deep topic, I think, even though the, the it's quite a jokey kind of label for today's chat. And I think talking about the belief and something I wrote down here as you were talking and I was listening to what you were saying and listening to your experience as a as a as a an elite athlete. We've all, I think, have questioned our ability at some point or another. And if we think that, well, for people that say I'm not proper runner, it's probably because they doubt their ability. They're questioning their ability. Mm. I, I may never have questioned whether I'm a proper runner or not in terms of that label, but I've certainly questioned my ability, Joe. You know, I've, I've shared often with you and people watching the lives and on my channels, social channels, Facebook, podcasts, whatever, about Manchester Marathon, which just sticks out for me 2019 when I didn't finish the race because I just wasn't in the place mentally. Uh, 18 miles I stopped and I, it was a DNF. I questioned my ability after that. And it wasn't really physical, it was mental. I questioned my mental ability. And I think it's things like that that are wrapped up in this whole theme, this whole topic, this whole false label of am I a proper runner? Do you think there's a cost to this? I mean, I touched on this at the start of the video and I think there is, but do you think there's a cost to kind of not having that confidence? you think there's an issue there? Because I think it so potentially I, could be. Yeah. So I just, before I go on to that, there's just Daisy, um, Running Daisy has just uh, made a, a comment a bit earlier about talking about, I think being a proper runner is something in your heart, hitting a goal when it clicks, when you get a runner's high. So I think that to me, that's, that's what we were just saying about that emotional payback as well. Suddenly it's something that makes you feel good and makes you feel positive about yourself. And, and usually that comes when you've got, a, you know, you've put a bit of investment in, emotional investment in as well as all the rest of it and you've got something back and it starts to make you feel good but I think as you say there's then that other side where 
you know, we, we do have bad runs. We do have times when we don't achieve what we think we can do or should do. And it makes you feel bad about yourself. So I think there's, there's that kind of side to it. I think I've always said um, that, that actually running and, and delivering a performance on the day, whatever standard that might be to, it is partly your physical ability and the training you've done, but it is also partly around the mental approach that you have to it and the self-belief that you have. And I think that's actually a bit of a cost. If you don't see yourself as a proper runner, you're already into that negative self-perception that's less likely to lead to a positive result in in whatever event you're doing so if you stand on the start line of park run and you think oh god you know I'm not really a proper runner I'm going to run really badly I think I might you know have to walk halfway around that's probably slightly more likely to happen if you start with that attitude to standing on the start line thinking isn't this amazing? I'm here with loads of other runners. I'm going to go and do some running. It doesn't really matter how I get on, but my aim today is to really enjoy this experience and get to the end and and see what time I can do. It's a different mental approach to it. And I think that's, I think, the cost of not seeing yourself as a proper runner is that it becomes this, it just feeds into a more negative experience rather than ultimately what we want from all, all of us. The reason we do this is we want to, we want to feel good and we want to enjoy ourselves and we want to get a sense of achievement from it so you know i think that's a cost to me and then i think as well actually you know if you don't see yourself as a proper runner then sometimes you perhaps don't always do the things that might help you as well so perhaps you might not you know you might think oh well i don't really you know i'm not a proper runner therefore things about running steady or or having rest days or doing a bit of stretching oh that's what proper runners do I'm not going to worry about that stuff and then of course you don't do that stuff and then again you're probably you know more likely to perhaps end up with some of the ironically because you consider yourself not a proper runner you end up with a running injury so I think you know it, it that attitude can change the way you view what you do and the the things that you do um and I think that's a shame when that happens I think it it can suck you know suck the enjoyment it's all about fun and enjoyment ultimately that's why we do it yeah i, I think absolutely that and, and and it does change your actions it, you know like you say there's things that you perhaps don't get involved in because you feel it's not for you you feel you can't justify warming up properly and doing dynamic stretches before a half marathon even though actually you've really got an important time in your mind that you an important goal to you that you want to achieve but because you're not be- you don't belong for a club or you've only been running for six months or a year or two years or even longer in some people's minds and you're not a proper runner therefore that's not for me i won't bother with that and actually what's happening is it's not just about how you feel on internally when you have lack of confidence and beat yourself up but actually that can affect your output your performance as we're touching on because if you're not in the right mental space you don't extract that performance i think there definitely is a cost i'm, I'm really pleased to ask you that question because i think some great stuff there joe and you know if you can have a bad a bad day with the graces of respect and we're both very honest and if you can have a bad day when you were competing at your level everybody can have a bad day it happens you know and i think having that you know when your belief takes a battering and sometimes going through that healing process having that word with yourself, using a strong support network around you, taking a step back and looking at things objectively rather than in the emotional mind. Once you're in the wise mind, once you're over the disappointment, I think can really help you and it can help get you back on track and keep your love affair with running or potentially strengthen it because it can help you to, to have a bit more drive. And just off the back of that, going back to what Daisy was saying there about you know proper runner is something in your heart. 
I'm not sure how often we acknowledge ourselves. How often do we, you said this very early on in this, in this chat about, I forget how you phrase it now, Joe, but you, oh yeah, you know, we, we'd say, oh, I'm not a proper, not a proper runner, but you probably wouldn't say, yes, I'm a proper runner. Because we, we're not always so good at acknowledging ourselves, what we've done. We can often see what isn't so great or what we're not happy with. And, and that can have negative repercussions. It's, it's important to keep things very real if you want to move forward, of course, and be objective. But I think you also need to give yourself a pat on the back when you deserve it, because you probably deserve it more often than you realise. And I think that, again, can give you that, give you that enjoyment. I'm yeah, really I think that... we picked this subject, Joe. I know. We, we said, oh, it might be over in five minutes, <laughs> particularly when everyone's tuned up. Um, I, the, other, the other kind of thing I, wanted, I noted down that I wanted to mention is I remember a couple of years ago, I was, I was volunteering at Parkrun, and it was one of those days where it was the worst day to volunteer. It was November. It was freezing cold. I had my full ski kit on to try and keep warm. And I, was, I can't remember what I was doing, but it was something where you couldn't wear gloves. You know, honestly, I could hardly move my hands by the end. And at, at the Setford Park Run, we used to get about 180 to 200 people. And the weather was so awful, we got 88 finishers. But you looked at those 88 finishers and what just was so uplifting about it, and the reason I mention it now, was because a lot of those people would never have considered themselves proper runners. You know, there were people of all shapes and sizes. There were people, a range of abilities from the first person, you know, running in 17 minutes or whatever, to the last person finishing in about an hour. But you know what, they all turned, well, those 88 particularly, turned up on that horrible, horrible day to run 5K. Now, that's being a proper runner. That's what it's about. You know, you just, when you actually just want to do this, and, and I'm not saying if you don't go out in the rain, you're not a proper runner, but I think credit to those people. And actually that just shows you that it's about doing it, isn't it? If you go out and do it, then you're a proper runner. And I, I, I bet. Oh. <laughs> I think that's that's the sheer grit and determination that people can can demonstrate on days like that. And if you would it be interested, wouldn't it, to stand there at the end with the clipboard and say, "Sorry, can I just ask you? I know you're soaking wet through and knackered, but do you class yourself as a proper runner?" And just <laughs> see how many people actually said yes or no. It'd be very interesting. But you're absolutely right. When you're out there doing it, give yourself a pat on the back. I think that's so important. And you know, as the great Tony Robbins says, change, if you want to change your life, change your story. I really believe in that. Stop telling yourself that you're not a proper runner. Stop looking at the doom and the gloom and the bad and what you want and where you aren't. Start to look at what you are, what you have, what you give, what you've done, and also keep your arm where you want to go. It's fine to be ambitious, but I think that can help you to keep a healthy, happy relationship and a long-term relationship with running, which is what these videos are all about, really, Joe, isn't it? It's what yeah. we're all about, you know? We, we all want to have a great relationship with running. I think that is a very good note to end today's live. A chat around one of the best subjects. I have to say, I really enjoyed today, Joe. I always enjoy it. I always enjoy it. We said when we were you... going to be laughing and chatty and we got we deep. Did. Sorry about Great. that. Great, we did. No, I loved it. I loved it. And I, and, I, and I hope you guys did too. When are you a proper runner? Some of the takeaways basically is just stop beating yourself up. You know, acknowledge yourself. Ask yourself if you do think, well, I'm not a proper runner. Why is that? Is that because you don't run often enough? Is it because you don't own enough pairs of trainers? Whatever it is, change it. If you know it, you can change it and have a great weekend of running. This will go on to the Running Take podcast, which is the quick hits available on all your uh, podcast mobile apps. So download, check it out if you want to. If you want to reach out to either myself or Joe to find out uh, what other topics that are coming up if you, in the future, if you've got any suggestions for topics, then do just reach out. It's Running Joe 10K. So make sure you give Joe a little follow on Instagram. Joe, pleasure. You look beautiful. Your hair's all nicely. 
lined and you look good you look good jay you look good you look good awesome have a good weekend weekend, guys that was running with jake the quick hit hear the brand new full-length podcast every wednesday or catch up now by searching running with jake the podcast